So did you, did you get past, did you, have you played more of uh, Senua's Secret or Sacrifice? Oh, fuck yeah. I was playing the shit out of that yesterday. Did that you was, get through uh, Valron? Oh yeah, I did. I got, I got through, uh, how far did you get? Um, I just started the Surger mission, so not, not much further. Because I've also got, oh, okay. cause I've also got Hitman 2 still, and I've got the baseball game still, and then I also have Kingdom Hearts 3, which that one... Well, I'm not super why, into, but it's kind of fun. It, it grew on me. Why, I, I, why are I was you playing, playing it that? last night. I got that one game from Gamefly too. I get two games at a time because uh, normally I get one when the other one is like being mailed back instead of just sitting there for a week without a game. Wow, but uh, <laughs> but that game is actually a lot more fun than I gave it a chance to be at first. Okay, because the very first level you go to is Hercules, which is. Without a doubt, my all-time favorite Disney movie. Nice. So that alone has sold me on it. Hercules. Fuck yeah, man! Okay. Zero to hero, just like that. Wow. Yeah. Um. I last night I decided to put on headphones to play. Uh. Senawa's sacrifice. It's uh. It's good, man. It's really good. Like you put on headphones and it's like the the hair on the back of your neck is standing up because like the. It, it, that game is a horror game as well, I think. There's there's a shitload of horror elements in that fucking game. Yeah, there's some jump scares. Well, it's like more than that. It's like a suspenseful horror is what it is. Uh, once you get into later missions. Or not missions, but later in the story, I guess. It's cool. It's a really good game. They do all this like phalange shit with the audio in the background that you don't really hear. Because I, I put on my studio headphones that I'm wearing now, those Audio-Technica ones. And yeah, it's great, man. They they do a they do a lot with the sound design. When I was playing it, I'm like, yeah, they like they're just going from like left channel to right channel, but they do a lot more stuff too, like way in the background as well. It's a uh, it's awesome. It's a great game. I enjoy it a lot. I'm glad it came out on the Switch. Oh, you're playing it on Switch? Yeah, it just came out on Switch. Oh shit! I thought you were playing it on like. No, I couldn't find it on PlayStation. It's, I have trouble with the uh, the shop on the PlayStation, but the switch works perfectly fine. You know, just cause where I'm at the PlayStation is confused about my region. Cause I have an American account with a Japanese system in China. So it's like really fucked, but, uh, it does work on switch and I'm glad it does. Okay. I'm ready. Alright everyone, hello once again. It is Giraffes at Black Tongues Comics. I am Dave. And I'm Donnie. We're going to talk about some comic books that we read. Yeah, like we do every week, we have read some comics in preparation for the show. And now we are going to talk about those comics. The comics this week are X-23 Volume 1. Fuck, family photos? Family album. Family album. Yeah, that's what it was. And uh, The Tick, half of the complete Edland series. Later on, we're going to talk about Riverdale. I'm, I'm excited to talk about that show. What about you? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> that show yeah. is... <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll get into that later on, I guess. But I have some uh, 
opinions about it. And we're also going to talk about Game of Thrones. That came out. And The Tick. The oh, yeah, Game yeah. I watched, yeah, The Tick series, I'm sure, will come up while we're talking about The Tick. Uh, I watched half of it. This is, this is a action-packed show. It is. It's a good show. I watched the entire thing after midnight Friday morning when you revealed <laughs> to me that it had already dropped and I was late. I immediately just stayed up and watched it all oh, wow. right then and there in that one sitting. Damn. So, fuck. It's so good. It is really good. I'm, I'm enjoying it a lot. But yeah, I'm only about halfway through. I was I just downloaded the entire series. I was I usually download episode by episode, but I was having trouble finding individual episodes, and now I just finally found uh, the whole thing on Amazon Prime. I mean, I downloaded it from. Wait, so you signed up for Amazon Prime? Of, of course, that's how I consume all my media: is signing up and paying for things. No, no, but it's, how on earth? Did you find the entire season? I would think that's going to be way harder since it just released. Well, it's been out for like, uh, I think like... It's been out for like a, two, two weeks Two now? weeks, yeah. Two, two weeks is plenty of time. Friday yeah. morning at midnight? Yeah, two weeks is plenty of time. This episode this week is brought to you by Amazon Prime, <laughs> as well as Google Stadia. Yeah. So thank you to them. Yeah, we, we appreciate your services and uh, allowing us to talk about the tick. And to talk about Tick, uh, Amazon video games, Amazon go anywhere. So there, I don't, I didn't know they had a slogan. Uh, I, I just made Amazon up a slogan. I just made up a slogan. I don't know what it is. Okay, we'll go with that. Yeah. I mean, that is the slogan because uh, Amazon is a great company, good services. Also, also this week is Blue Chew. Do you remember Blue Chew? Uh. N- no, remind me. If you thought that song was hard, wait till you take some blue chew and look at your dick. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway. Fuck yeah, blue chew. <laughs> blue chew. Okay. Well, I guess uh, speaking of uh, blue, the tick is blue. And he is. All right. And he is hard as a dick. Yeah, he is hard as a dick. He he cannot be penetrated. <laughs> By anything. He's nigh vulnerable. He is, for sure. Not nigh invulnerable. That's what it is. Nigh invulnerable. Oh. Yeah, whoops. The opposite. So, as we said, season two of The Tick came out, so I wanted to uh, see where The Tick came from. I never actually read the comics. I watched the uh, 90s Saturday morning cartoon and the uh, Patrick Warburton series and this current series, so. Let's talk about the comics and see where The Tick came from. What'd you think of The Tick? I liked it. I didn't remember it being in almost entirely in black and white. That was weird. Like, the very first issue was in color. Yeah. But then from there, the rest of it was all black and white. Yeah, that part was disappointing, and that, that shows in the reviews of this book, because everybody brings up, like, oh, I wish it was in color. Like, I don't know why you don't color it. I feel like you could release a color version you know i'm certain yeah the tick like, is making money i'm sure after it's had a little bit of success and they were able to like sell off a cartoon series yeah they probably went ahead went back and reanimated it and colored it again then because like brian lee o'malley released scott pilgrim originally in all black and white and then after the success of the movie video game and stuff he went through and has re-released like colored editions right so i'm, I'm sure it's possible to find them in color I wasn't able to, but I, I'm not sure that it exists. But it should. I mean, after this 
TV show, you know, now I, I don't see how maybe, maybe they could hire uh Dave Stewart to color it. Yeah. He's a good colorist. I'm quite the colorist. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to reach out to Ben England and let him know my skill set. <laughs> what, what book did you color before? Oh, um, the Walking Dead. I've also colored that other one we read, Black Hammer. Yeah, remember what the other, the more recent one it was Black yeah, Hammer. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that's my that work. Colored. That's what I did. Yeah, reach out to him. Maybe they'll let you there, color. There's it. so many. There's so many I've done. I sometimes they all mash together and I forget. Yeah, exactly. It's okay. That's that's my recommendation then for uh, I don't know whoever owns the tick at this point. Amazon, I guess. Do they own the tick? No. no. Who owns the tick then? If- Edland. Like the actual comic imprint? Yeah. It's called, I think he called it New Edland. New Edland. Okay. Yeah. So that's, there you go. That's our advice. All right. So the tick in the comics compared to the shows, he's a little bit more, I don't know, I guess a little bit more self aware. He's uh, talking about that uh, asylum he was in. So I guess he was a crazy person instead of just a mysterious coming out of nowhere. Well, I, I took it, I didn't take it as him being like crazy. I took it as him not knowing anything about himself. And so he got locked up and he was there, I think it said, for only like two weeks before he just decided to leave and break himself out. So I took it as he was sort of like similar to on the show with Arthur, where he's he has no clue of who he is or where he comes from, but he just knows he's like this giant superhero, the tick. And since no one is really sure how to interpret that. They kind of just assume he's crazy and lock him up. Hmm. Yeah, maybe it is. I, I, didn't, mean, I didn't take it as him actually being crazy. I just thought I didn't believe his stories at first because there weren't any like crimes going on maybe yeah. for him to show. Well, I mean, he does seem to have some kind of mental issues. He's constantly losing his memory. I like the blacking, the blacking out. He blocks out in that first one, and he says, oh, no, I did it again. So apparently, that's right. thing that was going on. It reminds me of back in my heavy drinking days, <laughs> yeah. when uh, we would go out to the bars in downtown Kent, and I would often black out, and then I would go and fight crimes and do super heroic activities <laughs> yeah. in my drunken supers. Yeah, you did. And I'd often wake up, I'd often wake up, like, in my costume, rescuing a kitten from a tree or something in the middle of doing something super heroic. Right, As yeah. I want to do. I'd be so confused. Oh, man. I mean, the Tick was drinking beer in this uh, series, so maybe he is just a blackout drunk. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Wow. I like the Tick more now. I didn't think it was possible. <laughs> I've always liked the Tick. I liked him a lot already, but now it's another level. I did like how this book is making fun of comic book tropes a lot. Like that uh, Superman made an appearance well yeah the entire issue too <laughs> yeah that's all it is it's just kind of poking fun at uh superman and his entire backstory and his secret identity yeah his disguise he kept making fun of disguises and shitty disguises the whole time the ticks disguises he just puts on <laughs> a tie and he's like ingenious uh, uh, this is perfect tie, yeah yeah I-, I love i love when uh he finally he finally snaps him clark and uh, they get into the scuffle in the parking garage, and he flicks his glasses, yeah. and it snaps them in half, and he's like, no, my disguise. Yeah, so. Like, that's the best. <laughs> yeah, so even Clark Kent was thinking the same thing, like, this this disguise is genius. Not, no, whoa, whoa. Clark Kent is Superman. This was Clark Obermuller. Oh, okay, right. Sorry. Forgot. Clark Kent is much easier to remember. Totally, totally different people. Yeah, completely. This is the caped wonder, not Superman. Exactly. 
I do like though that he had the Fortress of Solitude yeah. style crystal that he carried around yeah. with him. It, it was a hundred percent just the Superman story. Like he wasn't Jor-El. What was his father's name? Oh, Kor. Oh fuck, I didn't. Yeah, it I down. can't remember. It was something so similar to Jor-El. It was just Kor-El, I think, or something. Yeah, I think so. But man, yeah, that entire issue was hilarious. It was. That was a good one. I liked the ticks antics with this uh, Superman clone. And that, was, that wasn't the Fortress of Solitude, it was the Fortress of Fortitude. Totally different. <laughs> yeah. He had uh, Jimmy Connors, or what's his name, Jimmy Connors from Superman. He had an exact copy of that guy as well, named Billy. Uh-huh, yeah. Was, yeah, that, that entire issue was just a perfect spoof. Yeah, it really was. Superhero, secret identity stories. Yeah, the, the tick was really pissing off this uh, caped wonder guy too. So that was pretty good. Yeah. Like the, the tick is just like annoying to everybody. And Oh yeah. The, the caped wonder was talking about how he has to defend the world from rapists and murderers and uh, thieves and everything. And then he also said bigamous and philatelis. You know what those things are? Yeah. Bigots. I don't know the other one. Okay. That makes sense. Well, let's see. Philatelis. Let's see what that is. <laughs> The collecting of stamps and other postal matter as a hobby or an investment. <laughs> okay. All right, that's awesome. I'm glad I looked that up. That was, that was worth it. <laughs> this, okay. this, this week's episode is brought to you by stamps.com. <laughs> yeah. Beware the tick. Yeah. He's going to, well, that's it, the it wasn't wonder. just like in that, it, or yeah, fuck. It wasn't just in that issue, but they kept making like really great, small little jokes just hidden in all of these all throughout the entire like six issues that we read yeah they did i didn't i didn't note that one but i did note a couple other examples all right what are they uh so when going a little bit further along mm-hmm. when he meets the ninjas and oedipus ashley stevens yes yeah. oedipus is that how I, you pronounce her name i was thinking it was uh oedipus i think the o is I, for some reason i think i've heard that somewhere okay the two of them, they've got, when they first meet, she's so dying to tell the dick her backstory about how she became a ninja while well, he's just got a copy of this ninja super secret oh, handbook. Yeah. And he's reading off like all the various things that they could do. And the last line he drops is that they can also install phone lines. <laughs> yeah. And he's so amazed and enamored with that skill set right there. Like he ignores <laughs> all the other stuff. Yeah. That was a good one. And then during her backstory, it shows a little ad, a newspaper ad printout mm-hmm. where it says, Hey, want to learn all the super secret skills or all the super secrets of ninjutsu? Call this 555 number and just sign up for my weekly classes and I'll teach you them all. Yeah. Tons of small little like awesome jokes all throughout that. Yeah, I really, I really enjoyed their sense of humor. Oedipus, by the way, is just basically Electra. And the tick is afraid of her stepmother a lot. He starts cowering in fear whenever the stepmother walks in. And talking about how she's the most evil person uh, he's ever seen. And then they're they're visited by uh, Paul the Samurai, who yeah, Paul the Samurai. He was pretty cool. He like sneaks into. He was living in Japan, and then he sneaks onto a plane because he couldn't go on the normal way because they wouldn't let him take a samurai sword. So he bakes it into some bread. So he has this big baguette with the sword inside of it. <laughs> it was a very very goofy book. He's a, he's a fan of uh, Cheetos as well. He was eating some Cheetos and sharing them with the tick. 
or cheese puffs rather. Yeah. And then Arthur is in this and it's fat Arthur, which is cool. So I like, I like fat Arthur. Yeah. I don't know. I like him. I think I might like him a little bit better. Like on the Amazon series, it's just a really tiny, scrawny little guy. It makes more sense because I don't know how a wingsuit would be able to carry like a fat person. But it makes sense if it's a really small person. Because on that old cartoon, I think he was a little, slightly larger dude as well. I think it's only in the live action series where they kind of slimmed him down a bunch. Actually, I'm, I'm gonna, I want to take a look. I thought he was a skinnier, but maybe I could be remembering wrong. I wouldn't, I wouldn't describe him as skinny, but... Like, he wasn't as big as he is yeah. in the book, but he's still not what I would call skinny. No, yeah, you're, you're right. He's a, he's a little bit chunky. Not as fat as in the comic book, though. Oh, man, they have, like, all these... There's, like, a Batman spoof in this. There's a shot of everybody who's in this. It's Batman a, Will. Okay, all right. You remember that guy? I know, I'm forgetting. He was on the uh, Warburton series, played by Nestor Carbonell. There's a Sunflower guy. The dude, the dude from uh, Lost. Oh, really? Which dude? What was his name? Richard, I think? He was one of the ones that came later on. Oh. He was one of the others. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that's cool. Oh, damn. Um, so the, the ninja organization is run by this, uh, like the American branch is run by this big fat dude to just like make money, treats it like a business rather than like a sacred organization of uh, living in the shadows. And uh, the Japanese dude comes to visit and he's not happy about it. You know, it's like, oh, you're ruining the ninja name. And then he's, they, they have a doll. That was a very racy joke in this, in this book. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I guess early nineties was a little bit more okay, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess so. That one was like I was surprised to see that. Yeah, even in the nineties, I feel like I mean, damn. Well they they also had sh- the word shit in this as well, like one of the very first pages. The homeless man that uh oh, asked the tick if he's a superhero. That's right. It says shit at the very end of it. So I mean it wasn't Yeah. You can't remember it as the cartoon this is before that, so it was a little bit more adult. Yeah audience swinging in the subsequent comics since it's been like the show and and the cartoon series because it's something that they do release like mostly on free comic book day or i don't know if it's every year Uh i've at least two years that i've gone i've gotten tick comics each time but uh, they've definitely cleaned it up a lot since then so i don't know if it still tries to be as adult oriented with the humor okay hey by the way when is free comic book day there's one in October, and then the other one is the first weekend of May, I think it is. First weekend of May? If I'm remembering right. I was thinking we should figure out when that is and maybe try to read some free comics or something. Can you find them on there? Um, I don't know. Maybe. Saturday, May 4th. Scott Nolan's birthday this year. May 4th. So I will go and get some free comic books and then give them back to them as their birthday gifts. Oh, yeah. Good idea. Yeah. When is yours? When's my what? Your guys' free comic book day. Uh, they, don't, they don't have that here. Oh, man. And I did like how when they were going back to the ninjas and Paul the Samurai and uh, Arthur were hanging out and they're making a plan and Arthur is like, oh, well, let's wait for them to come to us. And uh, Paul and the Tick feel that the plan is not violent enough for them. So I like that <laughs> line a lot. <laughs> it's cool. I like, I like the Tick. He's, he's funny. The last issue I read was about the running guy paid an organization for a superhero, or, or rather for a supervillain. The guy's name was Running Guy, and he can run faster than 10 fast men. 
So that's a pretty impressive feat. They hired this dude called the Red Scare, who's like this big communist guy, and he's just saying things like, I think Marx had it right. The Red Scare is actually in the live action series. It's the very first uh, villain they run into. I'm trying to remember if it's the Warburton one or, or this Amazon one. I it, The name sounded he's familiar. the very first villain that he runs into. Oh, nice. That's cool. Yeah, the Red Scare is a recurring character. Hell yeah. The uh, running guy paid for a fight with the supervillain so he could gain some notoriety as a superhero. And then the Tick uh, senses the Red Scare there and beats him up instead. So the running guy's pissed off because he just spent a lot of money for that and the Tick just stole his thunder. Then the other thing was the Tick goes to live at Arthur's apartment. The Tick asks Arthur, hey, you aren't, you aren't funny, are you? And then Arthur's like, no, I'm not funny. Are you funny? He's like, no, I'm not funny either. And they're like, well, we better drink some beers. <laughs> some manly beers. So I like I like yeah. that comment a lot. There's a little bit of a simpler, simpler, <laughs> a little bit of gay time. panic over there. It's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Dave, are are you funny? I gotta ask you. Hilarious. Oh man. We better we better drink some oh, beers. Wait. wait, does that mean I'm gay? Yeah, it means you're gay. <laughs> oh, it means shit. you're very gay. Wait, so I can't so I can't be hilarious if I'm a straight male? No, you can. You can't be can't be funny. I always thought my winning humor was what <laughs> my like go to oh, this, attribute. This is gonna have to be the last episode of the podcast. <laughs> Since oh. you're so funny. Nah, we'll just drink manly beers. Okay, we'll drink manly beers next time. N- numb my numb my humor <laughs> with manly yeah. beers. We'll just say no homo and then we'll be fine. There you go. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess this book was early nineties though, so it's it's weird to see it again. You, I forgot about scenes like this. Yeah, it, it's always surprising when you even reading back like something from twenty some years yeah. ago when you see like comments like that. It's ooh, wow, shocking. Yeah, it is. Last note I had: the Red Scare's boss was asking him what kind of steroid crunchies he wanted. He's like a big muscly guy. I thought that's <laughs> a pretty delicious sounding snack, and. uh Fuck yeah. The tick also called him a vodka zombie, so I thought that was a good comment, too. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I'm going to start calling Russian people that, vodka zombie. I'm learning some slurs from this tick book. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm surprised how many slurs I've learned. <laughs> oh, man. See, anti, anti-Russian yeah. and uh, anti-gay. Yeah, yeah. anti-Japan, too. Oh man, that was a damn. Yeah, you got the trifecta. Do you have any other notes about this book? Uh, just one more. Okay, it was still issue one, but it was the second part of it. They it seemed like they kind of like switched up the uh, animation style, uh-huh. and everything in that reminded me of uh, that Phoenix Wright character. Like I've I've never played those Phoenix Wright games. Oh. I just know him from like the Marvel vs. Capcom. Yeah, but the uh, animation when he's in the diner. Talking to the uh, chef and that random couple from the uh, painting. Right. That reminded me so much of Phoenix Wright. Yeah, I think I, I also thought about Phoenix Wright while I was reading this book as well. I didn't note it down, but yeah, I agree. So would you recommend this book? Definitely. Yeah, I would too. It's funny. I enjoyed it a lot. I like the tick. Gay panic aside, I think it's fine. Yeah. It's a, it's a, yeah. you know, it's of its time, I guess, but it's, it's funny. I liked it. Ready for some reviews? We have some reviews. Yeah, let me play the drop. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck! 
Let me find these reviews. So the first one is five stars. Buy it from the publisher for a fair price. Best run. Yes, it mirrors the first season of Tick with some fun twists and turns you won't expect. Awesome Hugh Hugh Moore, which was spelled H-U-M-O-R-E, and great read. Huge recommend. I, I think it's weird that he says it mirrors the first season of The Tick. I think it's the other way around, buddy. <laughs> fair, fair point. Yeah. Very fair point right there. It is. I had another review about the color, but we kind of talked about that, how it is kind of disappointing that it's not in color. Uh, the other one is also five stars. Mo- these were mostly all five stars. I mean, it's a, it's a good book. Husbands seem to enjoy it quite a bit. He loves The Tick and has been quoting pieces of it ever since. Damn, dude. That sounds annoying. No way. Sean. <laughs> yeah. And then one more. Also five stars. A heaping spoonful of justice. Way before the Guardians, Avengers, or Buffy, there was the tick. That was it. Why are you throwing Buffy the Vampire Slayer into that category? <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was weird, too. That seems, that seems like you're reaching on that one. Yeah. Like, all right, so they're both by Joss Whedon, I guess. So maybe that's the connection. <laughs> I don't know, man. One is like a superhero. The other one's like a, a high school show about a teenage vampire slayer. Yeah, I thought, yeah, one of these things is not like the other. That's, that's fucking weird. <laughs> it was really yeah. fucking weird. It also had a smiley face at the end of that review. All right, that's all I had there. So let's uh, move on. So, so speaking of The Tick, yeah, season two came out. Oh yeah, you're only a couple. You're not. You're only halfway through. So what do you what are you thinking about it so far? I, I like it a lot. I like the lobster monster. I thought that was really well done. Uh, the costume <laughs> looks really good. The lobster, please. Yeah, the lobster Achilles. That's a good name too. Fucking great name. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I like Miss Lint. How she's trying to be in, trying to get into the superhero game. She's wearing a costume now and electrocuting bad guys and shit. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it a lot. I, I like the tick. It's been fun so far. Have they shown any of the other heroes yet? Oh, yeah. We had the uh, the guy with the third eye nipple. I forget his name now. Yeah, okay. I love that dude. The magician guy. Yeah, the sorcerer. <laughs> like Doctor Strange with the nipple. Strange. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. And uh, what's the bronze? Oh, fuck. Bronze? Fuck. Yeah, the, What's the, the bronze statue. I can't guy's remember, name? but everybody's like really into seeing him. They're like, "Oh shit, it's a bronze guy!" And like, everyone's like really excited. And he's not doing shit. <laughs> he's like the cool yeah. superhero. I love that guy. Yeah, that was good. And then the one question: Why is Flexon, who's like a retired hero, yeah. why is he always hanging out there? Just, I mean, he goes to get his croissant, but after you get your croissant for the day, why are you still hanging out at the old superhero hangout? That was weird. Uh, I don't know. It's like uh, somebody who graduated high school still hanging out at the high school. <laughs> um, also, Flexon was uh, from GTA 5. I had to look that up. I was like, why is this guy so fucking familiar? It was uh, Grand Theft Auto 5. He's Trevor. Oh, sweet. Yeah. I, I like her sidekick. Who's the little goth? Uh... Oh, oh fuck. What's Edgelord. Name? Edgelord. Yeah. Edgelord oh, how could I forget? Character. How could I forget Edgelord? I love Edgelord. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, I watched the show. It's really good. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Any other thoughts on this on the show or the tick? Uh, just what you just said. It's really great. Watch it. Read it. Yeah, I, I don't have much love it. funny to say other than watch it. If you enjoy comedy and a good time, 
Watch it. Yeah. It's funny. Call the tick. But not gay funny. Yeah. It's not not that kind of funny. Well, a little bit with the funny ha ha. The boat. The boat is a little bit funny for Arthur. Well, DB. DB is definitely that funny. Yeah. He is that kind of funny. I I feel like I feel like we should stop trying to make that a thing that we say with regularity. Well, we won't make it a recurring thing. <laughs> that's, that's, that's leading towards trouble, I think. Yeah, I think it is. Damn it. Damn it, Tick. Yeah. He's polluting my mind with racial slurs and uh, gay panic sentiments. Yeah. God damn it. All right, let's let's go ahead and... What kind of superhero does that? Let's go ahead and move on here. So a superhero who's definitely not funny is uh, X-23. She's sort of she's sort of the edge lord of the Marvel oh, yeah. kids comics, I guess. Like all goth and cool and cutting edge. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, she's a bit of an edge lord, I guess. So X twenty three, volume one, family of fuck. Family album. I keep keep fucking up that name. I don't know why. I wanted to say family affair to see the A and I just made sure. I mean sure. that would work. It, it would. That'd be fine. Yeah, it would. It works. So this book is about uh birthdays. It's about clones. Lots and lots of fucking clones. That's the... Well, okay, so up front, I want to say that Wolverine does not appear in this book, much to my surprise. But, but, thank God, when they first show X-23 in Gabby's apartment, uh, there's a giant picture of him with his arm around uh, X. Ah, uh, I missed that. Right there on, like, the dresser or something. Fuck, yeah, I missed I, it. I made sure to note that Wolverine picture absolutely appears. Oh, man. So thank God we got to see Wolverine. <laughs> We hit our Wolverine criteria for this episode. I was impressed, but now I'm now I've this praise is uh no longer praise, but I, I, mean, I he's was my impressed. Character, so you know I'm gonna f- search him out. Yeah, for sure. You were impressed by the book. Well, no, I was impressed that they didn't use Wolverine in the book, but now they had a fucking picture. Oh, God damn it! Okay. I was like surprised. I'm like, damn, they didn't bring. I'm I'm really proud of these guys. They they did it without Wolverine. Shot. Wow, holy shit! But now we okay. Well, fuck. No. All right, never mind. Of course then. not. Uh, <laughs> So anyway, I was misplaced praise. Yeah, I know. I, I uh, wrote "Wow" at the end of my notes here. They had to pander to the uh, Logan fans. Yeah, for as sure. Best they could. Well, okay, never mind then. Well, what'd you think of this book? Yeah, it was mediocre. Yeah, kind of right in the middle. Yeah, not not great, not horrible, I guess. Yeah. So, like, my main issue with this is everything they do with the uh, cuckoos. Oh, I, was, so, I thought it was a uh, over the past like cuckoos. Yeah. So everything they've been doing with those three for the past like five to eight years or so is they've been like branching them all off from being the same character. They're all going through like expression, expressing themselves, and trying to find their own individuality. Uh-huh. Like each one of them has dyed their hair different. Like one's a redhead. One's a stayed the blonde, and then there's a black-haired girl. What is this, Riverdale? Kind of like branching out, pretty much. Yeah. Express yourself, man. And then they just undo everything that they've been like writing for those three characters for the past six or so years, writing this one issue just to have some kind of like enemy character for X, which I very much did not like. Hmm. I don't think it's that good of a fit for an archenemy for X-23. I don't know if she's that kind of 
person with all the with all the psychic shit. You got to find someone who's like a, an assassin or something. I think that would be much more interesting for that character. But yeah, I wasn't really impressed by the by the cuckoos either. Yeah, so there was a zombie one too. So they're trying to like revive their two dead sisters or something like that, and they need yeah, Gabby's body. Yeah, so apparently body. the two dead cuckoos have been alive, just yeah. hiding out in this church that they have been staying in secretly for however many decades and they're all kind of like withering away and they're they looked creepy as fuck i'll give them that the artwork on that was pretty solid but yeah they just looked like fucking zombie characters which was weird yeah and the one offs the other one on their birthday so they can uh force her to give I don't remember which one it was. Sophie. Sophie was or the, Esme. Esme. Yeah, Esme was the bad one. Sophie Esme's was a good the one. Zombie one. Yeah. Okay, so they forced uh, Esme forced him by killing off the other sister mm-hmm. to inject her with X twenty three Wolverine blood, so that she could get the uh, healing factor down. And then even worse, even worse than that is like they're they've destroyed everything that they've built up, all the goodwill and awesome like storylines with the cuckoos. Just to like have this big payoff where like they've got a super villain cuckoo, but then they just Sophie goes into X23's mind, so she's got her kind of controlling her and giving her sort of psychic powers mm-hmm. too, somehow. And then she just has like a psychic battle with Esme and just wipes her out in like two seconds, like it's one page, like there's no real fight, <laughs> no real True. showdown, no. No drama whatsoever. It's just over like in a snap. It's so fucking quick and pointless. And you've fucking ruined every awesome thing you've been doing with the cuckoos for the last five fucking years. Like, yeah, God damn it. Just such a shitty, shitty idea. Whoever came up with this in the writer's room, fuck that person. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not happy about that. Yeah. My, my notes are like fucking almost nothing on this book. <laughs> like they, they didn't have too much to uh dig into they did have the single greatest joke marvel has used in a marvel property in probably the last 20 25 years oh, yeah? ever is it the fitbit so thing? gabby yes yes it is <laughs> okay <laughs> the fitbit which they call fit fat food yeah i, I wrote that down Talked too wordplay <laughs> boom you I nailed it. <laughs> it your best joke you've ever done fit for the fat. last 20 fucking years robert Downey jr is a cunt he's not funny his shitty little quips are awful. They ruined those movies for me. Fuck him. <laughs> this. Fit Fat Foom. Do shit like that. That I like. Hilarious. Yeah, it's pretty good. Gold. I liked it. Uh, Warren Worthington made an appearance. Yeah. and That was also awesome. Yeah, but I, I like that he didn't do shit. He's just like flying. Uh, who was he even flying? Was it X-23? He was like flying. X-23. Air. They used to. They were dating. Oh, okay. I see. So before X-23 broke off on her own solo book, she was with all the like high school kids. Oh. And they were dating during that time, and then she's like, ooh, I have to go and become Wolverine now because Wolverine is dead, and Marvel can't have a property that's not named Wolverine, Need for it. fuck's sake. Yeah. So she had to go off and start wearing the yellow and blue and do solo Wolverine missions, and so they kind of broke up during that time. Yeah, she reluctantly called him, and he just gave her a, a flight, and that was it. <laughs> yeah. Just dropped her off and like, okay, see you later, book. They also had, a, I, I made a note about the hey man, not cool guy. I like that guy. The dude, the truck driver, who looks like he smoked a shitload of weed while he's driving his truck. And he's like, hey man, not cool. When uh, X-23 yeah. stopped the truck. I like the that zombie, guy. 
the zombie lookalike. Yeah, that was cool. And then they, they mentioned something about clone rage, which I thought that's pretty cool. So clones have a rage thing, berserker rage. Yeah. Okay, I guess. I mean, if you're a clone of Wolverine, I guess you've got his Berserker Rage cloned into your That's true. Clone. So it's not clone rage, it's Wolverine rage. Yeah, it's... Okay. Come on, don't credit the clones, right. it's Wolverine. Well, that's what they said. They credited the clones, not me. I know, that was, that was a desperate attempt. Yeah. We all know it comes from Wolverine, the greatest character to ever exist. Yeah. Wolverine Smash. <laughs> the first five issues were about this uh, Kaku storyline that was kind of boring. And then there was another storyline. The, the sixth issue was about uh, some high school hijinks, which they called kindergarten clone. And uh, I don't yeah. remember what they did at all, but they, they were hanging out. Honey at high Badger school. went in disguise to a high school and some girl made fun of her for wearing a baseball hat in school, uh, <laughs> which I am shocked no teacher or authority figure whatsoever said, hey, take off your fucking hat, you're in school. Yeah. Like, how fucking awesome is that, that this school just lets you wear a baseball cap? That's awesome. That's your kind of school. That's my school. I want to go there. Yeah. But, yeah, and then she was trying to find who was using... All, they Someone bought all that uh, clone cloning uh, shit from the previous issues. Right. So they were hunting down more of those leads and it led up to the school. They joined in the school science fair and they realized it wasn't the science teacher at all. It was this little girl and she made like a giant bubblegum shooting oh, robot that's right. for some reason. Yeah. She really likes 23 pink. had to pretend to be the school gym teacher. Right. That's right. She was a good gym teacher. She's just shouting at the kids to run faster. Yeah. But what I don't understand is she's a clone of Wolverine. So she ages at like a a thousandth of the rate of a normal person. Uh-huh. So she's going to continue to look like she's maybe like 16 year old. Oh, so how the fuck is she magically getting hired by the school as a gym teacher? Yeah, I don't know. She looks like she probably just finished going there herself like four years ago. It makes no sense. Just age makeup, I guess. Does her, oh, does her healing yeah. factor okay. heal makeup? Probably we could wear I don't know. makeup. I don't know the specifics of it. I wouldn't think it heals off makeup. Because it'll like expel medicine and shit, so I wonder if it expels the makeup on your face as well. Uh, probably not. We could probably yeah, age makeup. Uh maybe a, maybe a psychic something, or, a psychic veil. Or maybe the cuckoo, yeah, yeah. They had one of the cuckoo, the one that was still in maybe there. Maybe that's what it is. Make it look like she looked like she was like twenty six or something. Yeah, I think that could work. We'll assume it was that. Yeah. That'll buy. <laughs> yeah. So, a couple notes here. Okay. Because, yeah, I didn't have a lot because this wasn't great. So, Gabby, the clone of X-23, her little sister, she is the honey badger. She had brass knuckles that say honey badge on them. Uh-huh. Which, that was kind of badass. She, she was all pissed off because she didn't get to use them on that first mission, but that was kind of cool. Okay. Brass knuckles. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. So you're you're a clawed you're a clawed superhero. Why do you need brass knuckles though? It's a little extra. Like you are hurt. made of adamantium. You have adamantium throughout <laughs> your bone system. Yeah. Why do you need brass knuckles to add like a little extra oomph to your paunch? That makes no sense. Yeah. Whatever. I think it'd be cool if instead of claws coming out of her fist, it was brass knuckles that would come out of her fist. Just she's just like a no reason Pez dispenser of brass knuckles. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Way better than claws. And then 
Like some time ago, Honey Badger, they were on a mission and they rescued a actual Wolverine from a science lab where they were doing like medical or cosmetic testing on it. Yeah. And I don't know if you saw it, but its, it's name is Jonathan. And they somehow, when they were having dinner the one day, it was sitting at the dinner table perfectly as if it were a human. How does how do you train a Wolverine to do that? Uh, hard work and uh, I don't know perseverance. Hmm. Lots of treats. Yeah, you have to be very persistent. And just keep be very hard on it. You know, I don't know. They have the patience of science, I guess. Yeah, I suppose so. I feel like Wolverines can't be that smart, right? I wouldn't think so, but I have no fucking clue. Yeah, I'm not. My Wolverine knowledge is is limited to uh to Marvel comics. The only Wolverines that matter, Marvel comic Wolverines. Right. It's only only the one who wears yellow spandex. That's the only one I have knowledge about. Anything else about this book? I, mean, I would suggest you skip it. Yeah, me too. I, I it's not really. Uh, I don't know. It didn't really do it for me. wasn't Wasn't much there. So I was. I was gonna pick another Marvel book because I just picked up another newer one. Yeah. But then after reading that. And that West Coast Avengers one that we read last week or the week before, I need a break from Marvel books, so I swore them off for a little bit. So, oh yeah, that's why I had to go and find this other book instead. Okay, this X twenty three book has broken me from Marvel, so take that for what it's worth. Yeah, you're gonna love my pick for next week. <laughs> <laughs> Wolverine, the greatest hits. <laughs> yeah, the greatest superhero. God book. damn it! Now I'm telling you, I'm looking for that for the worst comic book. I, I found a good, pretty good candidate. I'm pretty hopeful about this one so i think it's going to be even worse all right anyway you ready for some reviews you know i am read some fucking reviews you cuck you cucko yeah you, you cucko uh okay so not too many reviews but for some reason they're five stars uh so this was f- what yeah i know how don't know are these like 12 year old children writing these I would imagine maybe like young kids would enjoy this, but they don't look like children, but you know, it could be anybody in that photo. Anyway, this was a five stars action filled fun fest, which I just like that name. <laughs> like it sounds like a porno title action filled, like cum fest. You're like really, <laughs> really close to doing that, which is why I chose this one. Cause I just enjoy that name. Yeah. All right. She says, well, at long last, my favorite mutant heroine is back in her own title, and I'm tickled pink. However, I was hoping for a return of the comic with a darker type theme, such as she was presented in the X-Force series. Still, I was impressed with all the humor and banter, and, well, sorry, not banter, batter, the fucking misspelling here, uh, between Laura and her sister Gabby. The action isn't bad either. It has a very interesting plot. And can't wait for the next issue. So I guess that's why it's the it's the batter and the and the action and the humor is why people like this book. I think that's why I hated it so much. Yeah, I think so. I think we do disagree completely. Had uh, had one more here, also five stars, and the title is X twenty three Bub, which uh, you know Wolverine didn't say that at all in this in this uh, series at least. Well, not in this book specifically, but in every other book yeah. that the two of them have interacted in, yes. Yeah. Because that's, like that's like a period for Wolverine is bub. You know, at the end of every sentence, you got to say bub. All right. Yeah. Anyway, first issue of X-23's new series, and she takes back her original codename. 
I did enjoy the issue as Laura is a good character. Kind of disappointing she doesn't go by Wolverine anymore. But with Logan coming back soon, this is still enjoyable. <laughs> I like that last sentence. Like, uh, it's enjoyable because Logan is going to come back soon. He isn't back yet. They're just searching for him. So why would she, in the meantime now, be like, oh, I should probably go back to X-23, you know, just in case. Just in case we want to sell two comic book series instead of uh, one. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, but how does she have the foresight to be... Well, maybe Wolverine will come back one day very, 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 very soon. And I should go back to X-23 now. <laughs> uh, just just getting ready. Just making room. She's stepping down in anticipation. All right. I'm done with X-23. Are you? Fuck yeah. Forever. All right. Good. So speaking of high school hijinks, we're going to talk about Riverdale. So let's play that drop. All right. Shitty comic book shows that we're watching. What did you think about Riverdale? I like that Josie and the Pussycats are characters on it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, that was awesome. That was interesting. I love, I love Josie and the Pussycats. I, I wrote in my book, like, where's the tambourine player? And then they were playing later and they were playing tambourine. So I'm glad that they had the tambourine player. That's the only thing I remembered from Josie and the Pussycats. Dude, they had like uh they had like cat ear afros. <laughs> that was awesome. Stay in costume always. Yeah. I thought the show this show made me laugh out loud several times. I, I thought the show was fucking hilarious. This this could be one that I want to binge watch all of. It's just like nonsense and it's just poorly written. The one thing that made me laugh out loud was uh, when Archie was, was in high school and his friend comes up and his friend is like in his 30s just wearing a, a backwards baseball cap pretending to be in high school. <laughs> Everybody is old as fuck in the school, dude. It's awesome. Which, wait, who was the 30-year-old? Uh, whoever was talking to him at his it locker. Was a student? Yeah, it was a student. But the, oh. the actor is clearly in his 30s, but he's just wearing a backwards baseball cap. To make him look younger. How is he not getting told by an authority figure to, to lose the cap? Yeah, yeah, he's wearing... Like, what, yeah. that, what the fuck is happening in our schools these I days? I guess everyone can wear caps in high school now. It's going to lead to gun violence in schools. It is. You gotta back be in my day, Back in my day, you were told to take your hat off immediately and leave your guns at home. Yeah. I know that shit happened. Right. That's what's wrong with the world today. Yeah. It really is. Baseball hats in schools. Fuck that noise. Yeah. You got to take that off at the metal detector. Exactly. Yeah. And also, I like that, uh, what's her name? Uh, Betty is like talking about Archie and then with, the, with her gay friend. And then they look through the window and they're like, oh, Archie's hot now because they can see, see into his window. And he's just like awkwardly changing his shirt and you can see his six pack. While he's looking at his phone, he's like putting his shirt on and looking at his phone at the same time while standing like framed perfectly yeah. at the window. <laughs> yeah, that's that's super convenient that that just so happened. I know. I love it, dude. It's so funny. Why is it so terrible? It's great. And then what else do we have? The music in the show is really weird. Like the music cues they have that tell you how you should feel. Because that, that redhead girl is giving like a eulogy, but they're playing like happy kind of like music while she's talking about like sad like oh we're gonna miss you and stuff 
it's very strange like what they do in the twin brother just drowned yeah which uh yeah exactly i thought they were dating too i'm like so they were brother and sister were they banging i think they were banging i got that vibe when they first showed him no he was he was dating the one girl's crazy sister uh, oh that's right okay broke up with her and she was so devastated she went insane or something weird oh that's what it was yeah right i think i missed that part when they were talking about their relationship and i didn't bother going back there's a lot of red hair in the show as well yeah that's a, that seems like an awful lot for like one specific school because that's like a recessive gene right like it because it showed the parents of these two redhead siblings and they also have like both of them have like super red hair this fiery orange red fucking unmistakable hair it's it's it's, it's crazy archie also has red hair which is cool red hair and a six-pack i think he's the first like attractive redhead uh attractive male redhead right usually they're portrayed as like very pasty and like like nerds and stuff like that but not archie he's like a he's a he's a hunk and with red hair, this is a, that's a first. I, I like that. It's very progressive to red-haired people. <laughs> Finally, it's their time. Yeah. Oh, Archie fucked a teacher, which is cool as well. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. They were. I, I like that they were on a date, uh-huh. fucking in the woods. Yeah. The night the uh, redhead boy got murdered yeah. by his sister, <laughs> and because they were fucking in the woods, they refused to step forward to the cops and like share the information that they heard the gunshot. Yeah, I mean... They couldn't come up with any sort of backstory whatsoever to cover themselves. You don't both have to go. You can just have, like, one person go. Yeah, like, only yeah. one witness can step forward. You don't have to be like, oh, yeah, I was here with my teacher. I was here... Fucking. <laughs> yeah, why don't you... You can just be like, I was out for a walk in the woods. Alone. You you just say, oh, alone, we were both there alone, not separately. Not anyone at that time. Yeah, definitely not fucking. Not with an underage dick inside of me, as it happened. Yeah. Like, there are a thousand cover stories you could have come up with. But it's, instead, the teacher's just like, no, we were fucking right when this happened. You can't tell anyone. I know. It's, it's so weird. That's it's so bizarre. To it. Yeah. Also, I think Archie has, like, a fetish for fucking girls with different hair color. I think he wants, that's his goal, is to, like, fuck a girl with every color of hair. So once he's already conquered, like, a redhead, he doesn't, he's so not like interested. Three? Yeah, so they have, like, red hair, black hair. The teacher had uh, black hair with blonde highlights, so I noticed that every girl has a different color. Well, that's still just black hair. But it's di- it's a little different. It's a little bit different. It's black and blonde at the same time. I would count it. Whoops. I would count it as another color. So wait. So you're gonna. So by your blue hair is fine. Me, then he wants to fuck like a, a. Oh, so that's like dye. That's not natural. Yeah, I don't I mean so he's whatever. Fuck like some old lady because she has grayish hair. Oh yeah, I think he is. Even if it used to be like black. Mark my words. In like season four, he's gonna fuck some old ass lady. <laughs> I'm calling it right here. Cool. Yeah, he's cool. I like Archie a lot. He's a cool guy. <laughs> I, I like. I like his dad is like trying to get him to work at his business, which his dad is Luke Perry. I wonder. Oh, okay. How. They're going to write him off because they already wrote, they say that the mother passed away or, or she moved away. Yeah, something like that. So since Luke Perry passed away in real life, I wonder Oh, okay. he's just going to be an orphan now or, I, or how that's going to work. I guess so. I guess we'll find out. The one friend is, uh, oh, fuck, what's his name? One of the Sprouse twins. 
who played Ben on Friends, Ross's son. Oh, okay. I never watched Friends. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> the little kid from Big Daddy and Zach and Cody's oh. Sweet Life Hotel Room show. I know. I know the Big Daddy the kid. That was. Yeah. I know that. Yeah, that one. It's that kid. It's one of those two kids. Oh, sweet. Okay. Oh, and then the other thing was uh, with the cheerleading practice with Betty and uh, what the fuck was the other girl's name? The black hair, black hair girl. Veronica. Veronica. Yeah. Veronica's like, oh, I'll teach you some some moves in my cheerleading thing, and then. Betty said, show me your moves, which is a Super Smash Brothers reference. So that's cool. They're quoting Captain Falcon. Oh, great. I, told, I totally got that reference. I, too. Yeah, I know. That's your, that's your main, right? Is a Captain Falcon. Yeah. Captain Falcon's great, dude. He does like Smash explosive Bros, humping and stuff in his moves. It's awesome. Falcon punch. That's pretty cool. Memeable. Sweet. But what, <laughs> this is another part that made me laugh out loud, is those moves that she showed her was just like, shitty generic cheerleader moves and then making out to like try to make it uh, make it into the cheerleading squad <laughs> so they're there but it worked well it worked after a, a little bit of a talking to but i i thought that was hilarious i'm just like what the fuck was that so they're just like do these shitty moves and then start making out with each other at the end that was their finale <laughs> <laughs> i mean I've never tried out for cheerleading myself, but yeah. I, I feel like that would be my go-to finale as well. <laughs> That's awesome. I don't, I don't have the athletic ability to like pull off a split or a flip or anything. But you will make out with a dude. Yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. That I can manage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I love that. And then Archie is uh, trying to focus on his music career or something like that, even though he's in <laughs> yeah, high school. Yeah, I forget all about this. He's... <laughs> <laughs> I forgot all about this weird thing. And so he talks. So to, I've never read any Archie comics, but is he a musician I, in those? I've never read him either. I don't fucking thing? know. <laughs> but it's great how seriously he's taking it. Because this is like a, a huge sticking point throughout the show. Yeah, it's so fucking funny. And at one point, he's talking to the music teacher that he fucked, and he said, "He said, yeah, the music teacher just so happens to be the uh, girl that he's fucking on the side." Yeah. But Archie says to her, "I, I the wrote murder, this, the murder scene temporary." Right. Yeah. The one who they can't tell. Yeah. Uh, but I wrote down this line because I thought it was fucking stupid. Um, Archie says to her, I took your advice and wrote them down and polished them. So the music teacher's advice for him to write lyrics was to write them down. <laughs> Why wouldn't he think of that? <laughs> oh, I love it, dude. I love this show. This is great. <laughs> oh, the uh, the Riverdale Bulldogs. They They have the same name as... Uh, our high school the the mascot that's cool yeah archie goes to the dance with two dates which i thought was cool he went with veronica oh, and yeah, betty yeah. man archie is like he's just crushing pussy left and right i'm jealous of archie i think we all are yeah all of us non-redheaded six-pack ab having <laughs> yeah. double dating high school teacher banging yeah murder witnesses Fuck. super jealous of him I am. I'm really jealous. He's the total package, dude. Yeah. But Archie just needs to focus on his music, man. He said that, but too. all he wants, he's so driven by his music career, though. Yeah. He's, he's got a passion for music. He's from all the possibilities. Yeah, it's so fucking good. Oh, and then Veronica made a comment about being in a post-James Franco world. I don't think this is a post-James Franco world. Did he die? I don't think so. Oh. Then I don't understand this line. It was like 2017. I think that, that the Room movie came out. 
in 2017 or 2018. So I don't know what the hell oh, she's yeah. talking about. This is not post James Franco. We're in the James Franco era. Yeah. Every era should be the James Franco era. For, for better or worse. A lot of James Franco shit is shitty, but it's still there. Oh, and then at that dance, uh, I also got a kick out of the uh, people who are sneaking drinks from a flask, even though they're clearly 32 years old. I don't think they need to sneak that. They can just drink it. Oh, man. And that, that, uh, that redhead girl was talking about how, uh, you know, oh, yeah, well, you need to take a ride on the ginger stallion. I thought that was pretty graphic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why would you, I, and I thought that was a weird comment. She was talking about herself, I think, right? And I don't think you're supposed no, to. I think Archie's the ginger stallion. Well, that's what I was going to say. A stallion should be a dude, but I thought she was talking about herself, but maybe she was talking about Archie. But she was also a ginger, so it's like I'm, I'm being misled. Her, her red hair is far more pronounced than Archie's red hair. If she says ginger, I'm thinking about her. <laughs> ginger Stallion is a great name. Okay, that, that was all my notes. I, I, <laughs> this show is ridiculous. I like it a lot. What did you think? I think you enjoyed it a little bit more than I did. <laughs> I like it so much. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch every episode of this show. It's so funny, dude. It's, right. it's so bizarre. I, 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 I can't stop watching. I can't look away. Uh, I mean, as long as Josie and the Pussycats are there for a little like song number every episode, I'll be fine, I guess. <laughs> you, you weren't that into this like schlocky, ridiculous show? Not, not nearly as much as you were. Okay. I, I was pumped to see Josie and the Pussycats. That was the one highlight for me. That was, that was a highlight for me, too, but I, I just like all the ridiculousness. I think this one could be a candidate for watching an episode every week because it, it was like ridiculous enough and it, it's the right kind of bad where it's like bad, but it's like making me laugh a lot instead of like wanting to be bored like I am during uh, another show we'll talk about today. See, this one is basically like the exact same as like all the CW like high school drama-y ones though. It's really? the exact same thing as like the shit you see on like uh, The Flash or The Arrow. Is it though? Because I I didn't. It, I mean, it wasn't the same in Legends of Tomorrow. Like it was I mean, taking place in a high it. school instead of like in a city battlefield. Yeah, I guess so. I guess I'll have to try some other CW stuff later on. I don't. It was it was different than it was in Legends of Tomorrow, which I thought was just kind of like boring, stupid. But this one is like bizarre uh, enough. I, I thought it was like know. the same kind of lame, campy, hokey shit. Yeah. The same, like, hmm. thrown in, like, forced pop culture references to try to yeah. seem cool with <laughs> that's, it. That's true. Wait, what pop culture references do they make in Legends of Tomorrow? They kept making all those god-awful fucking stupid Star Wars love oh. references about the villain guy. Well, I don't know how pop culture-y that is. Like, that, that's kind of a timeless reference at this point. The trailer for the brand new Star Wars movie just came out, yes, uh, I mean, on Sunday, I think. Oh, really? Or oh yeah, yeah, I did see that this past weekend, I think. Yeah. Well, but that that doesn't. Yeah, yeah, that's not connected I, I to. I, I mean, it's not more timeless than fucking Super Smash Bros. Uh, true. That yeah. is the most timeless of all. This is it is timeless. Ageless. Yeah. Captain Falcon. Ageless. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I don't Falcon know, man. Smash, I... Falcon Smash. Yeah. You did gotta... you say it was called Falcon Smash? No, Falcon Punch, but it should be Falcon Smash. Fuck. God damn it. I wish it was fucking Smash. <laughs> it makes sense. Super Smash Brothers. Hulk for Super Smash Brothers. You can say Smash. Yeah, there was something about the show that wasn't there in 
Legends of Tomorrow that made it like really funny to me. And I, I don't know what it is, but the pedophiles. There weren't any pedophiles in Legends of Tomorrow. Oh wait, which that one was, was a, a big missing ingredient? Which one was the pedophile? The teacher fucking. Oh, girl. well, that doesn't. Seventeen-year-old kid. We, we we both know it's it's different for a for a woman to fuck the seventeen-year-old high school student. We we both know this is totally different. It'd be creepy if it was the other way around, but if you do it this way, it's not creepy, and it's awesome. Archie is cool as fuck. <laughs> it's true. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I liked it. I thought it was hilarious. Um, but right. we'll, let's go, we'll let's go season one. We can go <laughs> watch the whole thing. Um, yeah. yeah, we'll we'll come back to it. I want to try a few more, but this one is uh, in the running for me. For it's sure. definitely in the running. Okay. Yeah, for sure. I, I enjoyed it. All right. So I put out a poll on Twitter <laughs> yesterday. I did it at a really shitty time, too. Um, so I, I fucked up. But anyway, I put out a poll about what to watch next. Uh, the highest one was, uh, we'll just call it Black Lightning. Uh, that was the one somebody voted for. So, and not me. <laughs> so let's go with that. What do you think? Is that all right? Black Lightning? next week yeah yeah i, I, I want to check that one out at some point in time so yeah sure all right let's uh watch the first episode of that one then what is that is that cw as well yeah fuck man all these are cw yeah any dc superhero show that's not gotham is going to be on cw okay because they own cw oh i see okay that makes sense like Supergirl, season one of Supergirl was on CBS, but yeah. then CBS canceled it and CW picked it up and is still making new ones. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we'll check that one out. I think just Black like Lightning any, should be just like any Marvel show is going to be on a ABC affiliated station. Oh, okay. Is FX? Because they own Disney owns that. Is FX oh, Disney? If, well, it is no, now. I forgot about those ones. It is now though. Technically, yeah, it is. Yeah, now, but yeah I totally Not forgot they had those. Legion. I, I was thinking of like the uh, all the ABC like uh, Agents of Shields, and then the ABC family like Cloak and Dagger. Oh, okay. All right. Anyway, um, watch Riverdale. <laughs> I think it's worth it. I think it's more worth it than uh, Game of Thrones. So let's go ahead and move on to that one. Did you check that one out? I did. Yeah. You wanted to talk about it, right? Did you watch it? I did. Okay, good. I'm glad I didn't watch it for nothing then, because I don't, I don't have that many nuts. What did you think of the new episode of Game of Thrones then? It was weird. Why? Because I've seen a ton of people online commenting on this too, because mm-hmm. it, it seemed like uh, they stopped taking it 100% seriously and started making like inside jokes at the audience, like... Okay. Cersei Lannister makes that comment about how she's bummed out that the uh, Golden Company isn't going to bring the elephants, which is like this huge thing from the book, I guess. Oh. So all the fans online were like begging and waiting with anticipation to okay. see the elephants finally appear. And then they're like, oh, we're not no going to have the elephants. They don't travel well. And she's like, oh, I really wanted some elephants too. Wink. So it, it was a lot of shit like that. I wrote that down in my notes because I thought that was really weird too. But okay, I gotcha. So in the show, there were there were only you only got to see six tits and zero dicks. 
I had a tally. And there were zero dicks. I thought this show was supposed to show a lot more dick. I told you <laughs> there isn't going to be nearly as much dick flapping around this season since this is like the final big battle scene. The only chance we get, I think, is if someone slices someone's dick off in battle and you just see like severed oh, penis I would count that. out of their pants. Yeah, I'd count that. Well, yeah, it absolutely counts. I'm just yeah. saying don't go out of your way looking specifically for dick scenes because they're going to be few and far between, if at all. Okay, well, I, I, don't know, I was disappointed. I thought there'd be more dicks. I saw that Peter Dinklage is like top build in this show. I, I, I was surprised about that. That's cool. The first name that popped up on the opening credits. Yeah, that, that could be alphabetical. I don't know. Okay, well, <laughs> I have no idea what the yeah. rest. Okay, everyone else's last names are. <laughs> yeah, I don't either because it starts with a D. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't know who else is in that show. Could be. Why are the kids so outspoken? I think the kid children should be seen, not heard, especially in medieval times. What the fuck? Why? Why are they? Why do they got to make their opinions known so loudly are you talking about the stork kids or about that one little girl who's like a queen all the kids they talk too much one of them is a queen and the rest of them are the stork kids who are running the north yeah they're they're adults in this time they have no parents they're they're the kings of the castle well i guess that's why then Zombies in the show. That's interesting. I didn't know that yeah, there were zombies. I knew you'd like it. Yeah, it's like The Walking Dead. Winter zombies. Yeah. Which are even cooler and scarier than fucking Atlanta zombies. <laughs> yeah. It's ATL zombies in, the, in that heat. Is zombie dragon. Is there a zombie dragon? Fuck yeah, there is. Oh, wow. I, I like that the... It, it's there. What did it show as far as like the recap, like right before the intro? There's a dragon blowing blue fire, like blue fire. Okay, yeah, that's a zombie. That's a zombie. Okay, I thought it was just blue. I didn't know it was a zombie. It's an undead zombie. (laughs) Okay, well, or it's an undead dragon. Yeah, I gotcha. I don't know. I don't know what's going on in this show. I was bored. How? When did you watch it, and when did you stop? Did you ever try it? I tried season one, and then I stopped, like a long time ago. I forced myself to watch the whole okay. season one, and then I'm like, I, I don't care anymore. I don't care. I tried. I gave it a really honest shot. I just couldn't bring myself to care about it. I like that the dragons will watch you fuck, right? Because they were watching those two people yeah. kiss. So do they also watch you that fuck? That was weird. Apparently. Okay. I was wondering if they ever showed that. How many scenes of full penetration are in this show in previous seasons? None. Oh, man. It's HBO. It's not... <laughs> Skinamax porno channel. <laughs> yeah, they don't. No, they don't show that on Cinemax, don't they? Skinamax. No. Oh, Skinamax probably. Yeah. But Cinemax. No. Well, yeah. I, mean, I said Skinamax. Well, okay. Tell what you talk about your thoughts because my thoughts are it's boring. I didn't pause it to go take a piss, and uh, I was playing on my phone. So, what do you think? Oh, I thought it was better than that. I thought it okay. was slightly better than Riverdale. Really? Okay. I, I, I was like, I couldn't take my eyes off Riverdale. I was so so amused by that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. My eyes were glued to the fucking screen. Like, what is this fucking show? This one, I'm like, eh, dragons, lame. <laughs> but Riverdale, it's like, oh, uh, Ginger Stallion, I can't look away. 
infinitely more interesting than dragons. I guess. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Do you have any? Do you have any other thoughts about this episode? Shit's about to pop off. Pop off, I think. So, I'll keep watching it. Do you still want to talk about it every week? We don't have to. If you were that bored with it, I mean, I'll talk about it. I don't care. I'll watch the last season. It's an hour a week. I can deal with it. I liked a lot in this season. So, all these characters. Like, did you notice there were a bunch of like really weird, awkward stares between everyone? Like when someone yeah. new would show up, he'd have like a weird glance at someone else. Yeah. It's because this is like the first time all the star kids have been separated and assumed dead by one another throughout the entire show's run because they all got separated very early on. Oh, okay. So a lot of them, it's like the first time that they've reunited together. And then it's the first time Jamie Lannister has been back at Winterfeld since the very first episode, I think, when he he was fucking his sister Cersei at Bran, the kid who was in the he was in his homemade wheelchair at all this episode, but he was the yeah. uh, the three-eyed raven, the seer kid like uh-huh. he, at the very end has that awkward stare with the uh, handsome blonde guy that's Jamie and the kid he pushed out of a window trying to kill him for seeing him fuck his sister so lots of weird, awkward combinations like that wow. like the hound, the guy who got that axe made out of the uh, dragon glass. Yeah. He and that little girl, Arya, they both have been trying to kill each other throughout the show. Huh. Hound was uh, watching her, kind of stuck traveling along with her, trying to protect her for a while. And he got his ass kicked by Brianna Tarth, and she left him to die. So it was the first time that those two have been reunited since then. So lots of, lots of relationships coming full circle. Huh. So I, I liked all those. Those were okay. fun. I like that uh, I can understand the memes that came up on uh, Reddit. Was it was it all the one dragon like watching them fuck? No, there wasn't that one. But there was the there was one with uh, you know that scene in It's Always Sunny where Mac and Charlie stare at each other from across the restaurant, where like no. they're they're at the same restaurant and uh, they're sitting across the room, and then they like look at each other and just like stare at, stare at each other and make eye contact awkwardly. You know, because they were trying to avoid each other, but they're just looking right into each other's eyes. Anyway, there's a meme about, like, Mac looking across the restaurant, and then that wheelchair guy was, like, looking back at him. So that was kind of funny. <laughs> so I understood that meme. The other meme was, uh, every white girl on Twitter is going to change their bio to say, if you want a whore, buy one. If you want a queen, uh, earn it. Or whatever. So that was pretty oh, yeah, funny. Yeah. yeah. So I understand some memes now. That's cool. All the ones I saw yesterday and today yeah were either of the one dragon watching them fuck or else they were all of the uh, awesome bearded guy who they only showed for a little bit he was um when, when they had that weird kid stapled to the wall who they set on fire oh, yeah. the zombie kid yeah he was one of those guys with the amazing fucking magical reddish beard okay that guy yeah because in the seasons past he's been trying to bang brianna tarth that's his uh he's a little bit smitten by her she's the giant woman so there's a ton of memes of him like just doing stupid shit from like love movies and stuff with like their heads superimposed on them. Oh, okay, that's cool. So those are fun. Yeah. yeah. All right. I guess the memes can keep me going. I understand memes now, so that's that's a uh, we can watch this uh, meme show. There you go. It's your so, meme show. Yeah. You're big on that shit. It's meme generator of a show. All right. Well, I guess we'll continue talking about it i suppose 
So I guess that's all I got then. Uh, do you do you got anything else you want to talk about? Not really. Okay. Yes. All right. So Kingdom Hearts three. I started checking that one out. Okay. And I was very bored by it, and I didn't really. I, I don't play those games. Yeah. I wasn't super aware of like how to do it. But the very first level, you go to the movie Hercules's level, which is one of my all-time favorite Disney movies. So that's yeah. the only thing that's gotten me like into actually playing it through. It's got me hooked. I love Hercules. Okay. Great movie. Go watch Disney's Hercules, everyone. <laughs> I cannot recommend it highly enough. Yeah. From zero to hero, just like that. Wow. Plus, it's got the greatest soundtrack of any Disney movie ever, because Michael fucking Bolton. Oh, wow. I can go the distance. That's cool. It doesn't get better than that. It does not. All right, well, there you, there you have it. I finished. I did finish watching the Trailer Park Boys animated series. And uh, it's weird. They go to space, so they finally jump the shark, and they're growing weed in space, because that means you can... <laughs> I, it's fucking stupid. It means so... Because so in space, you can grow weed in every direction instead of just up. Or Ricky was, like, hanging weed plants upside down, so gravity will pull the plants out faster. And so I guess if you go to space and have no gravity, mm-hmm. it'll just, like, go in every direction and grow more weed. I thought that was interesting that they did that. There was also a hurricane episode that uh, turns their trailer into a boat floating in the ocean because of the floods. So, yeah, they're, they're doing a lot of crazy shit, I guess. But I guess you can do that if it's animated. Yeah. Oh, and uh, Queens of the Stone Age made an appearance in the finale. Oh, shit. Yeah, really? <laughs> yeah, really. Awesome. So you should check out that last one. They have Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah, and, I love Queens. And Helix uh, appeared in there. So, yeah, that was kind of interesting. Thought you might like that Queens of the Stone Age thing. Fuck yeah. I'll definitely check that one out. Yeah. So, I don't know what they're going to do next. I was, I was, I wanted to, I wanted them to kind of wrap up the animation thing at the end, but they didn't. I was going to see if they would turn back into live action, oh, but they. Yeah, that, that's what, that was my hope was that yeah. the last second they just like wake up or whatever, snap out of it. Yeah, because they, they were talking about how it was because they got too high or whatever. So, but no, none of that. They just, just ended normally so i don't know what they're gonna do next. so they're just gonna keep doing it animated just so they can keep like pencil or cutting in john dunsworth's voice that's gonna be awful they, they gotta get and off I'm of that probably not gonna continue watching it then. yeah they really gotta get off of doing that i don't know why they did it too many times but i don't know we'll see we'll see trailer park boys has really run its course though at this point i feel like you gotta move on but that's all i had i guess other than Hellblade, but I already talked about that. So, what do you want to read next week, then? Alright, so, I am picking Amory Wars, Good Apollo, I'm Burning Star 4, Volume 1. It is the comic book series written by Claudio Sanchez, the lead singer of Coheed and Cambria. Wait, what, what is this it again? Is Can you? clusterfuck of a title. Yeah, I, I need to hear that title one more time. Amory, A-M-O-R-Y, Wars. Okay. Good Apollo, I'm Burning Star, Ugh. 4, number 4. Good Apollo, I'm volume one. Burning Star. What is after I'm Burning Star? Just the Roman numeral 4. Oh, 4, volume 1. Volume 1. What the fuck is this title? Okay. <laughs> That's... Uh... It's, it's... 
mouthful. So it's similar to like what they do with like all their albums too. They they make them the most obnoxious, like long winded fucking nonsense. Or maybe yeah. it's not nonsense, but it's way above my head. So that sounds yeah, like nonsense. That's a it's a recurring theme with Claudio Sanchez's work. Okay, I see. I have no fucking clue what it's about. All right. I just knew he had written a comic book, and I was looking around for it forever. Like back when we did that uh, musician issue yeah thing i was trying to find it then but i couldn't find it anywhere online uh-huh but i actually found it today on the libraries the online library has it now mm-hmm. they actually have like all three volumes so i was like oh fuck sweet nice. go with that since i swore off marvel for a while <laughs> i decided to change it up go with that all right and what x-men book are we reading so you've been bitching a lot about the thing lately so we're going <laughs> to read you. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you in your face. Fuck you. I wasn't going to bring it in, but I read, the, but listen to this description. Um, this is the thing from 2006, which is what we're going to read here. Thing's second solo series. Unfortunately, the series was canceled after issue eight, but already had become a book with a small, but very loyal fan base. Numerous petitions to let the, the book continue did not have any effect. That's the description of this book. This sounds amazing. Awesome. I'm excited about this. Yeah. The, the thing descriptions are pretty funny. Like this is another one from uh startling stories. The thing, which I don't want to read this one, but I just want to read you the description. Cause I thought it was funny when the going gets really tough, dot, dot, dot. When a bad guy has gone through the rest of the FF, like a knife through butter, Ben Grimm is the last line of defense. But what is it like to live inside his rock hard skin? to endure the quiet insults from those who assume he has rocks inside his skull, and to be ready to put his butt on the line when, say, the Hulk goes on the rampage through Times Square. That's a, that was a description. I thought that was really weird, too. Uh, hmm. This will be, be good. So that's The Thing from 2006. Awesome. I'm pumped for that. Yeah. This will be really fun. I'm checking... I am just double checking on that website right now. Yeah. Okay, they do have it. Oh shit. Okay, so they're all like names of uh albums by Coheed. Oh. So the Good Apollo on Burning Star, that's an actual album title. Oh. The other okay. one is In Keeping Secrets of Silent Earth Three, that's an album title. And then the second stage Turbine Blade, which is another album title. So, oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, that'll be cool. So on this site, though, it's a little bit different because on the library's website, it says volume one is just issues one through four. On this one, the good Apollo, it says it goes through issue 12. So just do the first four. Okay, cool. Good enough for me. Oh, yeah. The thing book has eight. I don't know if we need to do eight. Do you want to just do four? That seems like an awful lot of Ben Grimm. Yeah. Why don't we do? Why don't we just do half of it then? One to four for the thing as well. Because they don't actually have volumes on the on Amazon, so they didn't collect this at all. But I do want to read this series. It seems like it's going to be garbage, so that sounds awesome. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, exciting. Thing smash. Yeah, that's right. Colossus is better than you. <laughs> We're going to hear a lot more of that next week, I guess. Yeah, I'm going to go on a rant probably. Yeah. Unless this is the greatest book I've ever read, and then I'll be won over by the thing. Oh yeah. I hope this does win you over. That'll Me be too. that'll be great. Yeah. Alright. I'd be shocked. Yeah. Anyway, until then, 
You can find me on the internet at Donny Ohm. I'm at Deestu the God. We are at Jurassic HBT Pod on Facebook and on Twitter. Patreon.com slash Giraffes at Black Tongues. Good job. And also go to SoundCloud.com slash Daniel Burbank. It's all going to be Kirkman down below in the description. Thank you, Google Stadia. Thank you, Amazon Prime. We love you guys, too. Our loyal sponsors. Yeah. So we'll see you next week. Bye. I can't believe you didn't like Riverdale as much as I did. I don't know. <laughs> I went on. Uh, I went on Wikipedia to read about the reception to Riverdale, and uh, there's. I, I I don't remember what else they said, but it wasn't interesting. But at the very end, they said the show has also faced backlash from the asexual community for its deliberate decision to not to portray Jughead Jones as asexual. <laughs> I didn't know that was a community. I think, I think- I'm learning so much. Yeah, did I. I think that is the one who uh, Ben from Friends. I think that's who he played. Oh, really? Jughead's the one who was sitting like there as the writer. Uh, Cole Cole Spruce. Is that? Yeah, yeah. That's okay, it. that's who it is. Okay. The show received additional criticism regarding the queer baiting of certain characters. Queer baiting. What is queer? I don't know. What is <laughs> that? Wait, wait. I have to. Like, I have to click on this. to be gay. So you can like hate crime someone? That's I don't what know. I'm Hold, on. Hold on, let me see if I can find it. God damn it, why didn't I finish that paragraph before I closed it? Okay, queer baiting. Queer baiting is a term given by media fans to describe the phenomenon where there is a suggestion of a homoerotic relationship without the relationship materializing. Okay, I see. So they're they're um so thinking wait, that they're who gonna was be, the pretend yeah. I don't know. This is about the whole the series. Two girls kissing? Is that what that is? It's possible, but it's it's about the um reception for the whole series, so it could be anything from however many seasons they had. But still pretty funny. Yeah, they've had three seasons. So it could be from anywhere. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. It is. An amazing, amazing show. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. <laughs> it's just very very so bizarre. I, I, I like that extra detail. I thought asexual thing was just in Bojack Horseman. I thought they made that up, but apparently they haven't. Apparently, it's a real thing, uh, according to no, no, Wikipedia. that's real. Yeah, get woke. I get. I'm woke to asexuality now. I didn't know about it. <laughs>